Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning. The news that is making news all around the country is, of course, the Socceroos. And uh, this is how the call was made. The final minutes. It is uh, Simon Hill and Andy Harper from Paramount 10. This is how they heard the last minutes of that game. It's all on this for Peru. Alex Valera. And Redmayne makes the save. It's a save that means the world to Australia. It's a save that means the World Cup for Australia. Joy unbridled for Graham Arnold and René Mullenstein for his players. They are going to the World Cup in Qatar. No one gave them much of a chance, but never, ever right off the Socceroos. A fifth consecutive World Cup as the cheers for Graham Arnold turn to cheers. That was Simon Hill this morning. I know he's supposed to be in bed. He's probably already lying in bed. Good morning and welcome, Simon. How are you coping, my friend? Have you had a few uh, a Bex and a good lie down now? <laughs> well, you're right. I am in bed. <laughs> Wait to go to sleep. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, it's, uh, it's been a crazy, uh, crazy few hours. And, uh, you know, just delighted, not just for the Socceroos and for Graham Arnold, who's had a lot of stick, but for the game itself in this country because... Uh, you know, it gets a lot of brickbats in Australia, and uh, it's the most resilient game of all. We we keep qualifying for World Cups. We've got no right to, really, no. but we, we keep doing it. Mate, it, it really was incredible, and I know I've spoken to Harps over the last few months. I've spoken to yourself. You know, we were very concerned about the state of soccer, and I think we still remain concerned about the state of, uh, of soccer in this country. But after 20 games, we've we've managed to do it yet again and the hardest way possible does this feel better than the one that you called all those years ago when it was the first time we'd made it in 20 odd years does this feel better look i don't know about that because obviously there was a 32 year wait that was on the shoulders of of every socceroo on that day back in 2005 against uruguay so i think there was a you know a collective lifting of of that long burden that we've carried for so long as a sport and of course that game was in Sydney um, on our own deck and in front of 80,000 people so you know this is a lot different it was played in Doha and we've qualified for four World Cups since Um, but certainly in terms of the magnitude of the achievements I I think it's worth you know remembering that this campaign started a thousand and eight days ago they played 20 matches they've only played five games on Australian soil uh, because of the pandemic. Um, they've had to crisscross the, the continent time and again. It's been a really long and very, very tough journey. And a lot of people, myself included, you know, for large parts of that journey, really didn't think they were going to make mm-hmm. it. So for them to get there today, and, you know, obviously it came down to, you know, the very final kick of the penalty shootout. Mm-hmm. It, you know, they, they just had to hang in there and, and get over the line. So I'm, as I say, I'm delighted not just for the players and, and for the, the coaching staff, but for the whole game in this country because uh, it does have a, a lot of knockers, both inside and mm. outside the game. Uh, and the fact that we keep you know, managing to pull this rabbit out of the hat when you know, really the game exists on the smell of an oily rag in this country, all the money goes to the other coats. Um, it, it's utterly remarkable that, that we keep doing it. So 
just brilliant. And look, we really did save our uh, our last, you know, our best performance for last, didn't we? We were playing mm. exceptional football. It was just fantastic. We were well and truly the better side. Um, you know, we failed to capitalise on a couple of uh, of you know of Peru's very sloppy performance, but uh, in extra time, Peru really brought it to to us in a big way. Yeah, and again, that sort of um, you know underlines the resilience of this team. I thought you're right. Over the course of the 90 minutes before we went into extra time, uh, Australia were by far the better team, um, controlled large parts of the uh, of the game, created much the better opportunities. Peru were poor, really, for all the big you know build up that uh, they'd been given. They were very, very disappointing, and they did step it up a little bit in extra time. You're right, they had a couple of chances. Edison Flores came off the bench and you know, hit the base of the post. Um, so it could have been oh so different. But in, in those moments, you, you need to be able to hang in there and, and you know, to just, just wait for a better moment to present itself. And unfortunately, Australia were able to do that this morning. And, uh, yeah, it, it's re- remarkable. It just, uh, it's, it's hard to process, to be honest, mm. um, you know, because we've been there for, you know, virtually all the qualifiers. Well, we have been there for yeah. all the qualifiers. You know, calling them, uh, covering the game, and there have been so many twists and turns and ups and downs. You thought for for large parts of the qualification campaign that it just wasn't going to happen, but it has. And uh, you know, it's it's another boost for the game and another one in the eye for those who would love to see it fail. And let me tell you, there are plenty of those. There are a lot of those at the moment. And I must admit, and I, I will send him a, uh, a message myself, uh, but Andy Harper, at the end of that game, to eat humble pie like he did and to congratulate everybody who was involved uh, with the campaign. And Andy doesn't shirk away from his criticism, and nor should he and nor will he. But, uh, you know, to congratulate uh, Football Australia and, uh, and Graham Arnold and everybody else and, and even the board of Football Australia. That was a big call by Andy. Well, look, you know, the one thing that people don't recognise a whole lot about the media is that it is our job to critique. Mm. And sometimes that means uh, being, uh, you know, hypercritical mm. if, if required. And, and that is actually healthy for the game to have proper, honest debate. Because unless you have honest debate, you, you don't move forward. And you know, the last thing the game needs is just uh, platitudes and uh, saying well done when things go right. Of course you have to do that. Uh, and, you know, we're all absolutely over the moon this morning. We're football fans, mm. all of us, uh, at, at our basis level. We're not just broadcasters and, and journalists and, you know, doing this for a living. We we live it every single day. We eat, sleep and, and breathe it. So uh, we're as pleased as anybody else. But uh, from time to time, you, you you know, you have to take on your responsibility and say, look, this isn't good enough. Uh, but, it, yeah, I mean, Andy's, you know, been doing this for many years mm. and... Uh, let me tell you, he's as, he's as pleased as everybody else is that we qualified today. Absolutely, he wears his heart on his sleeve, harps, and you know that's all that you can that you can want from a commentator. That that's the passion. Now, what were you thinking when uh, when Arnie pulled off Matt and put on Andrew? What were you thinking? Uh, I was thinking that's a brave move, mm. um, but to be honest, it's in some ways it, it didn't surprise me. I think we mentioned this during the call that. You know, Graham Arnold was assistant to Chris Hitting back in 2005 when we had those penalty shootout uh, dramas against Uruguay. And if you remember back then, the plan was to bring on Zelko Kalatz, who was more of a, a penalty-saving specialist, or so we thought, uh, than Mark Schwarzer. And Brett Emerton went down with cramp 
uh, late on in the game and had to be substituted, and Australia didn't have any more substitutes left. So, you know, th- this was part of a tactical game plan. And Andrew Redmayne, again, as we mentioned in the call, you know, he's done this before. He's, he's saved penalties in grand final shootouts for Sydney against Perth Glory. Um, so maybe he just thought that would give Australia that little extra 1%. That's not to say that Matty might not have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. But in the end, as, it, as it's turned out, you know, Arnie's he's a genius. And of course, had he gone the other way, he'd be being vilified at this mm. very moment. Um, so that's the way it goes for mm. a coach. I'm afraid you've got to make the big calls and good on him. He did it and he got it right. And we've got a new wiggle. We've got a grey wiggle. <laughs> well, I mean, we, you know, Redders has been doing that wiggle routine now for uh, for quite a few seasons. It's it's probably only just come to the mainstream prominence as of this morning. But, uh, yeah, that, that's not a surprise to, to most of us who, no. who follow the game. But, um yeah, you know, if, if it gets in the heads of penalty takers and the opposition, then uh, then great. Um, Absolutely. See this morning. Now, it doesn't get any easier from here, obviously. Uh, we have qualified for the World Cup, but we are in Group D, which means we, stay, we face France, Denmark and Tunisia. It certainly doesn't get any easier now, does it? No, it doesn't. But, uh, I mean, the strange thing is is that uh, we played France and Denmark in the group stage in, in the World Cup in 2018. So, at the very least, they will be familiar foes. Uh, Tunisia are a little bit more unknown. I don't think we've played them since 2005. I might be wrong with that, but uh, in the Confederations Cup. So, look, it'll be an interesting group. Obviously, again, Australia will probably be the outsiders along with the Tunisians. But, you know, as we've seen this morning... Never, ever write off the Socceroos. So, Never. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. And they've got a good few months to prepare for it now, so that's great. So where do we go to from now? Do we have, uh, do we have a few more? I know we've got the under-23s are playing uh, Wednesday. Are we going to have much games in the lead-up to, uh, to the World Cup, or what, what do you think Arnie will do from here? Well, look, there'll be a couple, probably in September. Um, you know, they'll have to have a, at least a couple of, of warm-up games. The, the finals, of course being played in November, which is um, an anomaly for a World Cup because it's in Qatar. Uh, I mean, a lot's been said and spoken about that down the years, but that's the reality of it. Um, so he's, he's not got an awful lot of time. Um, so it's up to the players now to put themselves at the forefront of his mind and, and get selection and be on the plane for Qatar in November. But, look, you know, whatever happens in Qatar, and obviously, you know, we'd love the team to go into the knockout phase, but the important thing is, to keep qualifying. Mm. You know, we need that as a game, uh, not just in terms of sporting prestige, but, you know, for financial reasons too. So it, it's a huge boost to the game, um, you know, particularly in a country, as I say, where we have a lot of people who would love it to fail. Well, tough. Exactly. Take, take that every other sport in the country. Look, Simon, thank you so much. I really do appreciate your time because I know it's been a very, very big day for you. Uh, it's actually well past night time. Go and have a great sleep and uh, I really appreciate your time as always. I want to know where I get that shirt from, your 100 shirt. Where do I get that from? Well, I actually, they were actually given to us by uh, Football Australia, so I'm not sure they're on open sale just yet, but I'm sure they will be after today. Look, I, I, just, just put it in the mail for me, friend. Just put it in the mail for me. Next time you come up. No problem. <laughs> Thank you, mate. I really appreciate your time. You go and have a very nice sleep and dream about lots of uh, soccer balls. Thanks, Thanks, mate. Bye. That is Simon Hill, who uh, called that incredible game this morning, the early hours of this morning, 90 minutes of football. Then we went into overtime. We ended up with 120 minutes of football played. It then went down to a penalty shootout. 
which Australia, thank God, won 5-4. It is great news for uh, for this entire sport. It means an enormous amount. And uh, huge congratulations to Arnie and the boys. Here we go. World Cup once again. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. With over nine decades of combined media experience, Tracy Mack and Michael Blacksland bring you a smart, fast-paced morning of news and entertainment with special guests and major newsmakers for your morning fix. Join Tracy Mack for Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from nine, only on Newcastle Live.